This episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Meow, 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 meow. Orale, muchachos and muchachas. This is Jimmy Stewart. Que onda way? We have fun today. Orale, Welcome, kittens and cats. I'm Natalie. And I'm Ricky. I'm back. And we're on this frequency. <laughs> on this week's episode, we'll be talking with actor and our friend, Jimmy Stewart, who, <laughs> who happens to be DJ Severe's older brother. Um, we're going to be talking about our experiences with magic mushrooms. But first, our moment of laughter from Jim Gaffigan. Probably the healthiest thing I do is I, uh, I take vitamins and I put them in a drawer. <laughs> Eventually, I do take them and throw them out. <laughs> when I was a kid, I took Flintstones vitamins because I watched the TV show, The Flintstones. I'd probably take vitamins now if they had, I don't know, Law and Order vitamins. <laughs> oh, I got one of those hot assistant DAs. <laughs> Here's a Sam Waterston. It's always bitter, but filled with righteous indignation. <laughs> I think it's strange that there are stores that just sell vitamins, you know, like GNC and Vitamin Shoppy. You know what I mean? What is with the old English spelling? Is this where Robin Hood got at his ginkgo? Worst British accent ever. Vitamins, you know, they may be expensive, but at least there's no proof they work. That's so true. There's vitamins, and then there's herbal supplements, which are not FDA approved. And to put that in perspective, the Twinkie is. I don't even know who herbal supplements are for. You know, it's like, hey, if you're not wasting enough money on vitamins that don't work, you should check out this stuff that's kind of the horoscope of vitamins. Oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> that's funny oh that was so good uh i went through a phase where i was consistently going to like the vitamin shoppy <laughs> or the gnc nerves, right and it was when like um instagram was just on and popping and do you guys remember the the fit tea Tell oh yeah you guys remember the fit uh -huh. tea mm -hmm. so i go in there one time like so what's up with this fit tea like they're like dude it's just green tea just Go to Sprouts, <laughs> get some cheaper. Tea. And I was like, oh, you know what? Thanks. I'm glad that you told me that because everyone was buying it. Mm -hmm. And now they just all get like some fucking plastic surgery and shit. But that's the story <laughs> for another day. I like when you pull your coattail and save you money. Oh, yeah. 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 Please hook me up. Yeah. Mm. Like, don't bullshit me here. Right. You know, that was great. <laughs> so, I loved it. Yeah. So that was. Um, vitamins by jim gaffigan you can find that clip um on his comedy special mr universe meow, 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 meow. also known as ricky's favorite comedian at i this point. love jim it's consistent he is yes i know i'm always gonna get a laugh so three years ago for new year's um my brother hit me up about doing mushrooms to bring in the new year i'd never taken magic mushrooms and i was a bit curious and in a good mental state that supported that curiosity so i decided to agree so this was all scheduled to go down at my mom's house. And so I called my brother and I said, Mike, uh, aren't you going to tell my mom? He assured me that she'll be asleep by the time anything goes down. And I insisted, no. What if she wakes up and we're walking around completely stoned? <laughs> she'll freak out. So my brother folds and he tells my mom that we're all doing mushrooms, Natalie included, on New Year's and that she should do them too. He tells your mom? Yeah. So my mom immediately calls me in a panic to tell me everything she didn't want to tell my brother about not wanting us to do mushrooms. Mm -hmm. I calmed her down and I tell her that I, you know, to have an open mind about it. And then I forward her a short documentary on YouTube where a young man gets his elderly mother to do mushrooms and then <laughs> documents her experience. My mom watched the video and on New Year's, she had some mushrooms with us. It was an interesting and positive experience, to say the least. And so, more recently, leave it to my brother again to serve up some mushrooms. Except this time, he served me mushrooms with a documentary on Netflix called Fantastic Fungi. 
Fungi. I don't know how you say it. Fungi. 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 So I took a little learning trip about the wonderful world of mushrooms. Mm. That was a great night. Honestly, that fantastic fungi documentary, I've seen it at least four times already. So, so we I say love fungi, it. but the people on the documentary say, say fungi. fungi, which is weird. Which is wrong. You want to mm. call your people up because it's your people doing this documentary. Okay, I'll call mm. them up and say, hey, you idiots, stop <laughs> taking mushrooms fungi. and maybe you'll figure out how to pronounce fungi. fungi. Yeah, but you know, maybe they say fungi or fungi because fungi is fun to say. So, you know. I did think fungi. that it was a different. Fungi. Yeah, just a play on words. A different way to say it. Yeah, I was right. like, okay, what's happening here right now? So maybe it's like a tomato tomato thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm, really? Maybe not. <laughs> Partly, <laughs> damn it. Good Lord. So, yeah. um, well, that was my first time taking mushrooms the, the three years ago. Um, Jimmy, do you take mushrooms? Mm-hmm, have I have. You? Yeah, I have. Okay. I, I'm, I'm cool with mushrooms. Mushrooms are positive. Yeah? You got to be with positive people, the right environment. Mm. The groove's got to be straight. You mm. can't just grab some, hey, I'm going to take some mushrooms and go home and sit in the room. Nah. Yeah. Nah, you got to kind of got to build the environment right for it. Yeah, I agree. That's interesting because I... I have friends who like, like you say, whoever they're around or they'll say, let's go out. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I could do mushrooms out in public, in public mm-hmm. places. Because I'm always, it, before I did mushrooms. Yeah, no, not even that. Before I did mushrooms, I thought a lot of people describe some really out of the world experiences yeah like my mom she was like dude i felt like i was flying so i always imagine i overthink things and i'm like oh what if in the, i'm in a tall building and i think Why i can didn't fly you and your I mom in here to do the podcast with us <laughs> my mom oh, believe me i thought about that I, I thought about that but my mom would freak out about just speaking english period she'd well, be that, like i want to speak english well it's really taboo still i think it it, is. for that generation it's really taboo to do any kind of you know I, Herbs. I, I don't I don't Spices. disagree with that. Podcast goals. Yeah. Yeah, but their generation, they did acid and heroin and all that crazy ass left field stuff. And peyote. I mean, whoa. What? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. You taking me to another level talking to that. Mushrooms, I consider that in that safe zone still. You uh-huh. Know, weed, uh-huh. Uh huh. I agree. Because it's natural. Well, I mean, what is? Yeah. FC. It's. it's a I mean, good, it is natural. Well, heroin is natural. It's too. from the earth. Yeah, but the but the the cause and effect and everything that you see that comes from heroin and even just I've seen somebody do it and that just blew my mind. I'm like like watching someone do it blew your yes, mind. Yes, blew me out of the water. Why? It just was dark. Mm. It was dark. It just didn't. It didn't have anything visually appealing to it. Uh, Wait, how did they do the? How did they do it? She had a. It was two girls. I was hanging out. This is my youth now. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) gonna get some stories and shit. (laughs) Um, But I was in a situation where we're hanging out. We're kind of partying, socializing. You know, a little groove going on. And then one of the girls has a friend that comes over, and she's a little obscure, a little hippie-ish chick type, but maybe a little grunge hippie more so than, Mm. like, just hippie-hippie. Yeah. And so, you know, I kind of picked up on that energy right away and stuff, but I'm cool. They're doing their thing, and I'm over here doing mine. And so the next thing I know, the girl unveils a piece of aluminum foil, and it's folded into four squares, and she opens up the four squares... And then they proceed to hold the aluminum foil and they light the bottom of the aluminum foil with a lighter. Okay. They don't burn it. They just get it hot. They get it hot. And as it, as it gets heat, this black smoke starts to immune from It was the black alum- smoke? It was black. Oh, wow. It was black. So you have the flame on the bottom, which is that, you know, crazy color and it's heat then you have the aluminum foil and then you have this black smoke exuding from it and they're putting their face above it and they're absorbing the smoke wow so they were just inhaling it like that yes yes and i'm sitting off to the side watching this and i've never seen it before it's the Mm -hmm. first experience i've ever had in that situation i've been in some environments you know where people are partying but never to this extreme you know that's almost as bad as you know tying your arm injecting it injecting with a needle and cooking Mm -hmm. it on a spoon you got to (laughs) whoa Mm. that's a lot for me to be trying to do right Mm -hmm. and but it was just an interesting experience and i thought in my own self personally the whole makeup of it 
was such a dark event to go through to get to yeah. that I didn't see a positive out of the high. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, you know, just from our history of looking and talking about this particular substance or, you know, it doesn't have a positive spin on the backside of it. And for me personally, seeing it visually... So I that was it. that was enough for you to oh, be I like, never, I'm never no, doing this. I know. I had never had any desire prior to and seeing it confirmed it. It's like, no, nah, yeah, I hadn't heard not for too me. many of the wrong stories about right. this one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's I'm not curious, for me. but I ain't that damn curious. Yeah, no. I'll no, be good. and and it does go back to I don't I don't I don't remember Natalie what your experience in particular. I remember you laughing when we did the whole mushroom thing. Uh-huh. But going back to settings, right? And who you're with. And you know, making sure that it's a it's a safe it's a space, and that you have like mm-hmm. my brother is one of the few people that I actually trust when taking anything I've never taken <laughs> before. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know, so I I trust him, and so I, I didn't I didn't question anything that was gonna happen, and mm-hmm. I had a great a great interesting experience. I've heard my voice for the first time, like I I guess my subconscious subconsciousness and i heard myself talking to myself and really beating myself up for how much i've beat myself up if that makes any sense so like i was telling myself stop beating yourself up what are you doing like this is you this is your voice this is what and i wrote everything down yeah i wrote everything i can go back and look at all my notes of of that experience itself so it was a good one and i and i was so worried that i was going to forget everything that happened because i dropped a lot of gems on myself i dropped a lot of important things that i needed to realize that's amazing so the next morning i was like fuck i don't want to forget this you know and i would go back and i would read and write more and and do that and i didn't do it again until mm, probably like almost a almost a year and a half later someone gave me some in chocolate Ooh, in chocolate. And at, and I was here in the studio and I was listening Ooh. to some really, really good music. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I have a thing with sticky notes and mushrooms. Mm. Because in the first experience, I wrote down all my notes on sticky notes. Yeah. And I put them all over the table. And here in the studio, oh, I, just, that's right. I put them that's on the right. door. Yeah, Is that did. why there's so many sticky notes everywhere? No, that's actually, I was sober with that. You sure? There was a whole other <laughs> set of sticky notes that, that were on the, on the door that you, that you have on your side, Bartley. So it was good. And so then recently when I had him with Michael Moda mm-hmm. and you guys made me watch that. Fantastic fun guy. Oh, it was like a whole different. I always go back to my childhood. Every time I, I well, and I always think a lot about my youth. And I was that night that I stayed, I stayed the night at your house. You did. I watched The Jungle Book and Robin did Hood. You? And I was singing along. And yeah, <laughs> it was the best, time, best times of my life. I, I will say, and, you, and you'll probably agree that it's op- it opens up your mind to just a different perspective or just a different door that you hadn't opened before, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily have the experience that you had or that your mom had. In fact, I, if I mean, I'll speak for Mike and um, we had your friend Peter, Peter, Peter. Mm -hmm. we had Peter there, too, which our experience wasn't necessarily as um, intense as yours and your mom's for whatever reasons. Um, I would say that I got the I got the. the nausea the nausea. I feel like everybody gets uh, nauseous, like you always Mm -hmm. get sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um while you were writing and things like that, Mike had on this and I can't find it for the life of me. I feel like it was just one of those like one and done videos. It was on YouTube and it was talking about the the human experience and how um, how life just keeps regenerating and we keep living and living on. And and there was these um there was these scenes on the TV that showed like mandalas and they just keep growing. So he inten- yeah, he intentionally put that on? I think he did. I think I don't know that he had pre you know, just said like, Oh, we're gonna watch this while we're on mushrooms, but it was on and it talked about how just you you say this all the time. Um uh what do you say? Nothing ends, everything transforms. I always I always oh, have a hard time. um <clears throat> nada se pierde, todo todo se transforma, transforma, right? Yeah, nothing is ever lost, everything just transforms. Uh, that video to me just felt like, like whoa wait. Uh, right. I, I I heard it or the way that they were describing life, I was like, Oh my god, yes. Mm. Yes, this is perfect. And it's funny that we're having this um 
this conversation today because one of my cousins recently passed away and we had his funeral services yesterday and I just kept thinking like I was you know and everyone grieves differently and experiences these things in a certain way right but I was just so at peace with his passing and just thinking like you know what he's here he's he's here with us and he's everywhere energy and yeah the energy doesn't die we just transform it just transitions uh-huh. it just goes somewhere else uh-huh. and i think that um the mushrooms really helped even though i didn't have the experience of seeing myself like you know how right. you're saying i it opened up my eyes in a different way of just being peaceful and calm and and accepting mm. Thing of accepting acceptance of just everything that happens so that's what you gain that's what from i gained from mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. about you jimmy what, what what did you gain from your first experience with mushrooms oh my god <laughs> my first experience with mushrooms was phenomenal mm. just phenomenal i was dating a girl named karen myers at the time karen myers was my like a earth chick earth chick uh, yeah she's real you, cool can you define an earth chick yeah i like that i yeah, like that term you know and what i mean by that just real mellow very happy mm. cool with everything <laughs> on the earth <laughs> <You know. laughs> real chill you know easy go with the flow but life of the party great ideas just good energy right is she a cancer you know, yeah uh, <laughs> Scorpio. Ooh, oh, that's you, Natalie. I wonder I like Scorpio. her. Scorpio. Oh, October God. 25th. Right Still in the this day, I know this one. She was a special one. Oh, Karen. Um, because uh, she, <laughs> she was Greek. She was real cool. She was down to earth. And what happened was, in, this when I was in college, she'd come over and buy weed. She came over with a friend who introduced us mm. and she bought weed. She mm. came over the next day and bought some weed again. And then she came over the third day in a row and she brought a girlfriend with her. By the third time she came and said, okay, you keep coming back. <laughs> There's yeah. something in this, right? <laughs> So she and I ended up start hanging out and start dating each other, right? Uh, and so Karen was my exposure. She exposed me to mushrooms and mm. she exposed me to ecstasy. Oh. And so she explained to us that, you know, you've got to be in the right place. You got to be in a cool environment and you got to be with people you like. She right. said, otherwise it'll mess your trip up. She said she had done it once with some cool people. And then the next time she just randomly did it with some random people and, and it, it just was out. off. Ugh. And she, could, she couldn't find her people people mm. when she was in in the in on the high and so she and i took a trip my best friend john and paul were going to nau mm-hmm. uh in flagstaff arizona and we were in tucson so we got in the car and said we're gonna take a road trip so we get on the friday boom get in her dad's car we bounce we mm. go up to uh flag we got weed we got mushrooms we got oh, drink man. everything's cool john and paul are friday night they're out of class they got the whole weekend we go up boom we get there everything's cool we <clears throat> sit down we bust out the mushrooms Mm -hmm. and just like you said when you first take them you get nauseous you get a little nauseous right Mm -hmm. but the nausea is cool because that tells you you got a good batch of mushrooms and Mm -hmm. now you're getting ready to go on a high if you Mm -hmm. don't get nauseated a little bit i didn't throw up but i got a little bit you always Mm -hmm. feel like you want to but it doesn't happen it doesn't happen it Mm -hmm. means you got a good batch you got a good good batch of shrooms when it does that to you right so she said don't trip she said just hang tight she said about 15 minutes it'll go away she said let's get outside and get some air Mm because we were in an apartment right Mm -hmm. so we proceed to get out and just start walking well me john my friend dive bar we call it his paul we call him dive bar um and karen start out on this walk and we just keep walking because now we just left the small enclosed environment now you're open where we had the upset stomach and now we're out in the night air and it was oh it was nighttime yeah and you know it was one of them beautiful nights when uh, the weather was perfect it was cold right it was i think it was like early september right when school had started so flagstaff gets cold in the winter time but it was still nice at night right mm. we had sweaters and shit on flagstaff so. is beautiful and uh flagstaff is like indian country it's like the, the okay. up in the uh, up in the uh, northern arizona the indians roam the land so they have a lot of burial uh, uh down there and so the energy of the earth is very spiritual i don't know if you've ever been oh, to wow. sedona or flagstaff oh, yeah. I've been to both. Okay, so there's something about it. Ricky, you can relate to this. When you get there, if you're a spiritual person, it grabs you. Yeah, you feel Mm. it. And you feel it. You just really feel it. And so we're on this trip, right? And John and Paul are two of my best friends. And now I got my girl, Karen, who I'm just starting to date. And we're really flowing just as far as life goes. Just good people in in the environment, right? We end up walking up this trail 
um, like a dirt hill and we got stuck on the side of a mountain and couldn't get up. The The mountain was clear, but we got kind of stuck where we couldn't get it. And somehow or another, Karen just kept walking. Karen. Karen. She, she kept finding a way for us to get through this path. Right. Huh. So me, John and Paul are kind of hanging following back her. And, and we get to a point where we sit on the side of the hill and we just sit down and camp. And I'll never forget it as long as I live. Me and Dive are sitting there and we're laying back on the rocks, looking up at the sky. And both of us, all of a sudden, the stars just start dancing. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. They just start coming down and moving around us. And he and I are in this moment where the two of us are sharing in this event yeah. together. And it's like magical because... I mean, it's like the stars were already cool before, but now they're dancing. Now they're moving. Now they're moving. Yeah. You know, it just totally next leveled it, right? So that was a continuation of the experience. We got up and we start walking some more. And um, because Northern Arizona is real hilly, Mm -hmm. it has a lot of hills and peaks and valleys. We end up coming around this edge and managed to make our way to the top of this hill that we had got stuck on the side of the rock. We couldn't figure out a way to get there. But like I said, Karen, I don't know what the hell she was on. (laughs) She was grooving. I mean, she was just really in her zone. The three guys were kind of following behind her. And wherever she went, we were like her security guards watching and making sure she was safe. But she was leading us. She led us up to the top of the hill and we come around this edge of the cove of the rock and now all of a sudden this hill just opens up Mm. and the sky just becomes uh, bright and the field is forever and it's like (laughs) little house on the prairie with all these straw grains of weed in this field and Karen's walking through this field and all you see is her she's smoking a cigarette Uh. so all you see is the red char of her cigarette and it's zigzagging through these fields and we're following her with the stars Uh. dancing on top of us and Karen with the cigarette and the three guys it was just a magical magical Mm. cool experience that you have with people that like i'm telling you i've never ever forgotten i'm living it right now as i'm saying it to you because it was that cool of experience and i'll cherish that memory with those people forever so um karen to be clear was on mushrooms too yeah all of us i'm gonna ask a very personal question here because I've read that when two people do mushrooms together, you have like outstanding sex. Magnificent. He said magnificent. <laughs> magnificent. I've read a lot about it. That yes. it's, it's a very, yes. it's a very soulful, yes. um, a really good way to connect people. Like to, if you really want to have a bond with someone, yes. you know, that it's, it's quite powerful. Yeah. And now, and you also see the setup of this. This is me and her dating. And now we've taken a road trip away from home to mm-hmm. go visit some friends in college. So mm-hmm. that part was already mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the in, energy was in the air. This magnified. Just took it to another. Oh, it yeah. was it was cool. Like I said, because we, you know, nothing spectacular. We just came back to the apartment and sat down and powwowed for a little while. And the fellas went and did their thing. And then all of a sudden, this magic, powerful, romantic night, just passionate, good love making, you know, sensual, hair pulling, you? you know. All of yeah. the above. All of the above. You know, everything that you want to have. And, and like ah. I said, it's cool. You know, sometimes you don't have like uh, relationships with people a lot. It doesn't extend and they don't carry, but you have moments. You have moments with people that Mm -hmm. are forever. And Mm -hmm. that moment and that night and that time with Karen forever ever lays in my mind and I'm I'm hope somewhere in her life that if she ever has a talk about it she feels the same way that I do about I'm it. sure you know I'm real sure. cool we'll real, real find cool. Karen Karen we'll where find are you her and bring her. <laughs> Karen Myers where are you at I'm single now shit I'm long single now baby want to go back to the little prairie and <laughs> that sounded amazing yeah heck yeah and that's definitely um an experience that I'm looking forward to in the future as far as like having um doing mushrooms out in nature mm-hmm. i've been telling mike for the since the last time that we right. did or that first time that we did mushrooms that i want to go to joshua tree and do mm-hmm. mushrooms there so see but here's i'm the funny. person that always thinks like if i go out and do it in nature I'm, some panther or some puma is gonna, gonna come out you. and attack me because i'm like oh look at the kitty <laughs> you know? I, 
I get that, but like yeah. I said, it seems like when we went outside, it just opened everything up. I mean, we never managed to go back outside, go back inside until like two or three hours later. The whole yeah. trip was just outside, and then, like I said, man, when you get Mother Nature jumping in, that's a, yeah. that's a whole different element. That that's when you get Mother Nature involved in anything, that's magical in itself. Mm-hmm. I think, but I mean, I'm I'm pro- I'm gonna try and Google. Like, I wonder if there's anything like <laughs> don't Google. <laughs> Man gets mauled no. from bear no. while on mushrooms. Who the hell's I, driving to that part of the I <laughs> Listen, I imagine that doesn't happen because one's one's energy in that state would be non-threatening to an animal. Yeah, it'd yeah. be non-threatening. I like to think so. Um, You're just chilling. You're right. Yeah, Bartley. Uh, what's been your experience with mushrooms? Um, zero. Bartley, mm. you want to do mushrooms with us? Um. <laughs> I don't know. I've it's never done so, mushrooms. It's so funny. I started to grab some yesterday. I swear before God, I started to grab some. They were just sitting right the there mushrooms? in front of me. Yes. Mm, you had brought them. Yes, the guy had That way like, you could have given some to Bartley with those tacos. Two big bags uh-huh. in the back, and then he had these big, thick, stem mushrooms called sticky dicks. Mm. And that's exactly what they called. <laughs> I'm they were sorry. I'm not they putting were... <laughs> sticky dicks in my mouth, bro. <laughs> I, I got you, Bartley. I got you the whole gig and everything. But, you know, I guess it was just because of the shape of the way the mushrooms grew. They kind of uh, like were stubby. Yeah, they I look think like stubby dicks. dicks. Stu- oh, excuse oh, me. Stubby, stubby dicks. dicks. Stubby oh, dicks. definitely stubby not dicks. putting <laughs> stubby dicks in my mouth. <laughs> Once again, I wasn't thinking about buying Listen, them for you or I when I was thinking Bartley, about getting them. <laughs> but what if it's going to give you a great sexual experience with your wife? What if it's going to be something magical, something life altering for the two of you? I mean, there's no guarantee on that, though. The only thing I'll tell you about that, pertaining to the to the intimacy part. Yes. Both people have to be into it. Yes. Mm. And both people have to dig each other. Yeah. yeah. If you don't dig the person that you're doing it with, it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah, my not... wife doesn't like me, so maybe. <laughs> <we'll>... <laughs> right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I, and here, here, I'll I'll extend on this the the Karen thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's extend. Let's go three weeks, four weeks later after the mushroom experience. Now we're four weeks later. Remember, I told you Karen is my introducer to drugs, right? Mm-hmm. So now we get ecstasy. Okay. She gets ecstasy. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Right. And somewhere in the three week process, two week process, I fucked up and did something. Oh, she was pissed Jimmy. at me. She was she, mad at you. She was mad at me for some reason. I can't pinpoint. I still to this day cannot remember why she was mad at <laughs> We're me. We're going to find her and ask her. But it was something that I did that irritated her. It just, you know how you get, not that you don't like you, but yeah. you just irritate the hell out of me mm-hmm. right now. And I really don't want to be around you right now. But we had this ecstasy planned with our friends Andy and Sherry. We had already had this date. It was already going to happen. It was already set up. No going Andy back. Andy had now. to get the day off from work. Sherry had to get the day off from work. We had to pre-plan this fucking day to do this ecstasy, right? Me and Karen are not flowing at oh, all. No. Uh, we are God. not flowing at all, right? So we get there and we try and pacify it and try and do it and we do the ecstasy and. Now, was this your first time doing ecstasy? This is my first time doing ecstasy. Got it, but not her first time. I think she may have done it before, and I think Andy may have done it before, but I think it was me and Sherry's first time, first time. doing okay. it, right? Mm-hmm. And Andy and Sherry live together, boyfriend and girlfriend. They're mm-hmm. tight. They're cool. Me and Karen are supposed to be the other couple, tight and cool, right? Right. Yeah, we ain't flowing, right? It's not flowing. We take the ecstasy in the house, and it's just not flowing, and Damn. I'm like, okay, well, the mushrooms got us out. Let's get the hell out of the house. So we leave and go to the Arizona Spring Flow. At the University of Arizona on April 1st through the 7th, they have a spring fling, which is a carnival where all the fraternities and sororities put up booths and earn money for their charities. Mm-hmm. And you play games and carnivals and popcorn and all this fun stuff you can take your family to do, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody goes to it, all the students and all the local people in Tucson, right? So we get to the, uh, to the, um, spring fling interest. We're sliding up there and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I start to get this feeling on me. All of a sudden, I'm walking real smooth. I mean, I'm gliding down the walkway. I mean, I'm seeing people and I'm like, hello, how are you? I mean, I'm just like 
on one. Really? Right? So we get to the gate. And as soon as we get to the gate, there's this girl that I had been talking to. She's a cheerleader at the U of A, right? And I had been hollering at her, right? Me and Karen are cool, but I still got my own other life going on. Maybe right? that's where she was irritated with you, I don't Jimmy. Know what the yeah. hell she, I don't know what the hell she was going on, but she, Andy, and Sherry, they all went into the spring fling by themselves first, right? And I come sliding up behind and I see Carrie as she's coming out the spring fling, right? Oh, no. Man, look, let me tell you no, something, man. I had peanut butter and jelly on my tongue at that moment, <laughs> man, because everything that I came out was smooth. I'm talking about, hello, how are you doing? It oh, is so lovely to see you tonight. I have really been thinking about you. Are you doing well? We are definitely going to have to get together. And look how lovely your hair is tonight. You are just <laughs> sparkling in this evening air. I just oh, can't begin to tell you how air. wonderful you look right now. I mean, and it just came out like that. I'm talking about, and her eyes, she was like, Ugh, she just lost it, mm. just completely lost. Not, not, I don't, I don't mean lost it, but you could tell. She took it. She was into she, it. She took it. She was mm -hmm. into it, right? And this is one of the rarest moments where I ever like kind of caught myself. Was like, whoa, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> you I need were impressed bag. with yourself. I need to bag this shit and write this shit and <laughs> save it. I didn't even know how to go. But how do I get back to this emotional level, right? Yeah. Because it was such a, uh, it was such a powerful feeling of pleasure and romance. Wait, but where was Karen when Karen you had and peanut Andy, butter in your Karen mouth? Karen and Andy and Sherry had already walked in the spring flame. Yeah. I'm telling you, by the time we had walked from Andy and Sherry's house, by the time we got to Spring Fling, I guess her, her and uh, Sherry had been talking and she had, was getting it out and was getting hotter and hotter because she had to get it out. And by the time we got to the gate, she didn't want to have a damn thing to do with me. Mm. Oh she gone. And so, so like I said, as I was talking about it, I yeah. was feeling it and I caught the feeling and the vibe. But because she and I weren't We're on flowing. the same page, yeah. the other portion of it that probably would have been magnanimous because mm. of the way I was feeling, if I had a partner that was on that ride with me, whoa, I yeah. can only imagine what we could have experienced mm. together on that night. Damn it, Karen. Dang. <laughs> Jimmy, I don't know who to blame here for this. It but. was my fault. No, I take full responsibility. <laughs> I was young and dumb, man. You know, going to clubs, dancing and shit. You know. You know. Have, have you done ecstasy as a an adult? Adult. Yeah, I, no, I didn't do ecstasy. The last thing I did was uh, they don't they don't call it ecstasy anymore. What do they call it? Molly. Now? They call it Molly now. What? Yes. But it, so Molly and ecstasy are the same thing. Hell no, they can't be. For what experience I experienced, <laughs> no, they cannot be. Uh, I, I was confused know, but I know as hell. Ecstasy and Molly are used interchangeably. I was with a beautiful young girl, and we neither one of us could figure out how to get to each other. We just sat in the room. She was over there playing on some shit, and I'm sitting on the couch and shit, just fucking around. And it's three fucking clock in the morning, and we even took this shit about two hours ago, and I could not pull my brain together to figure out how to touch her. I just, I don't know what the hell. Well, this shit was that you fucking found and gave us, but this is you not working. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Natalie, you've done Molly? No, no, I've never done any of that. I've never done that either. Yeah. Have you done ecstasy? Mm -mm. Me neither. It doesn't really, I don't know, I don't really, it doesn't catch my attention. Mm -hmm. Only just smoke. I have been curious about the ecstasy thing. I haven't tried it, but I have been curious about it. Yeah. I always just worry, because what is it, like a pill? It's mm -hmm. like a little pill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I have this thing in my head that if it's if it looks like that, I'll probably get a heart attack and die. Yeah, I ain't I pill know. crazy either, stuff. But you know, I'm kind of I like to experiment a little bit and feel free. I mean, when I was younger, I ain't doing all that shit now. Yeah, I know. You know, but I, <laughs> put it this way: I'm I'm not gonna say ecstasy or mushrooms if they ever came into my life. Yes, I would do them again. Mm. No question, no. Problem. So how? So in the duration of your life. Have you, would you say that you've done mushrooms more than, more than 10 times in your life? No. Really? Only three. Only three times in your life? Only three times. Was that enough? So far. Interesting. I got them, um, I got them about six months ago when I go to the sessions, they're always there. And so I have my little lady friend back in Tucson, mm. you know, we just cool, we casual, nothing serious, but, um, she mm. likes little stuff. And so I got some the last time. Um, thought I'd bring them back. I was like, hey, you want to have the experience together? And she's like, nah, I don't want to have, I don't want to do mushrooms. You're going to mess up my high. Interesting. And I'm like, why do you mean that? She said, because when I do mushrooms, I don't like to be touched. I don't want to have any physical contact. Mm. I like to go into my zone and do my own thing and, and not really have to be caught up and having to worry about anybody. I like to have my free space. Fair. And so her 
her trip as far as an experience with mushroom is completely different than mine. Mine mm-hmm. was partnered up mm-hmm. and I want to do it with a companion to have the full experience. She don't want to have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. She want to be alone with her girls in the mountain yeah. on a rock some fucking where drifting in thought. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't gotten them and I don't have a person to do them with and I ain't doing no mushrooms with no damn guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Let's go jump off a cliff. No, you dumbass. That's not what you're supposed to do. You know what? I actually did a small dose. I took one whole one so it was like the little stem and the little because yeah. it's not that great. I was really stressed out and this was maybe like um, when was Lanisha's birthday? Okay. Like a few, few like three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. And so we Missed had a, that invite. I didn't go. Oops. I was just a passenger. <laughs> we I, was were just, in, I was in Arizona. I'm being smart. <laughs> we were going um, down to San Diego because we had a show out there too. And it was a beautiful drive, the hills and all that. So yeah. I was, I just, Mother Nature comes to life. And then it makes you wonder like, are, what the state that we're in day to day, to day is that yeah. real? Or <laughs> I is, ask myself that just, question every day, actually. Right. Because what when, are we doing? <laughs> when I, when we did how you said your experience with the stars and you saw them dancing and all that, I had that too, where you, everything that you see is, it's accentuated. It's mm. accentuated. And it almost makes you think you're living in the wrong realm. You're living in the wrong dimension. I don't know, something like that. But don't you think sometimes like that? like when you try to expand your own thought processing in your brain that you're only using a portion of it so these types of of things that we think are actually viable thoughts we just have to really believe and bring them to life in our actions in our day yeah thought processing 100 percent. well said i mean Mm -hmm. i think i think like that you know i always try to not that i capable of it but i try to expand my thought processing to open up my mind to a bigger vision of what Mm. is in front of me to try and see if i can hone it in so to speak or even more so just be able to kind of be accepting of it if it's different for me or i can't understand it but still find a way in my thought processing to be accepting of it because it's here how can i deny what's here yeah Mm -hmm. I like that you how you said that. That was perfect. Um, I think that there's a lot to say about microdosing too, and that's probably why people microdose um, on mushrooms, taking a little portion because it helps with everything that you just said, Jimmy, about expanding your horizons and your vision and your thought process and thinking like, okay, it's it's not just you know this one thought, but how can I go beyond that to understand my reasoning or the reasoning as to why things are. whatever that reasonable or not makes sense of something Mm -hmm. i feel like it almost in a sense so after we the one i did at your house with my brother where you guys Mm -hmm. made me watch that Mm -hmm. they tell a story of a guy who um he he's a freelance scientist because he's the one who got really became passionate about everything anyways he took like a whole bag full of mushrooms yeah climbs up to the top of a tree and i guess he used to stutter before uh-huh. And he was like, in his trip, was saying, I'm not going to stutter anymore. You're done stuttering. And then like the next day, he stopped stuttering. And that was it. He had that moment of awareness. Yeah. So after I saw that uh, documentary, of course, your phone listens to everything that you talk about. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, <laughs> pops up, welcome to the multiverse. <laughs> and it's it's a store where you can go and buy all kinds of mushroom products, like all kinds of different and not magic mushrooms so to speak but just just an assortment of so i said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna try some so i bought these gummies okay they're called shroomy shroomies they're adaptogen mushroom gummies so it's lion's mane Mm. is it rishi uh rishi rishi Rishi? Uh uh-huh and then uh cordyceps okay okay so those are the three mushrooms that are in these gummies and so they're for focus energy and immunity Okay, so you can take two to four a day. I take two every day, no matter what. After my after my meditation, I take two a day. And then I bought. Are they pregnancy safe? I don't know. I'm gonna take them. Yes, I have a genius ass child coming out of my womb. Oh god! (laughs) And then I bought this mushroom latte. Mm. Okay, and I take this every day, and so it's for calm, focus, mental clarity enhanced immunity, sustained energy, and brighter skin, whatever. I had no idea 
Because when I started taking it, I was like, nothing's happening. <clears throat> yeah. And and I guess in my mind, my immature, like, uneducated mind, I was like, oh, how come I'm not tripping out? Well, because there's no magic mushrooms in this, you idiot. So like, come on. Right? This is not what's in there. Well, little do I know. Look how cute the little mushroom on the bottom oh, of this can is. Oh, super cute. I'm going to put it oh, in there. I love that. <clears throat> Apparently, it takes 21 days for this stuff to get into your system for you to start to see something different. Oh, okay. And you've been taking them for... I'm going on 90 days now. Oh, Ooh. shit. Okay, good for you. So, what's the verdict? So, I'm a, I'm a lot calmer. Yes. I do feel a lot calmer, and I don't feel overwhelmed by life. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was very much on a path of feeling overwhelmed every day mm-hmm. and burning myself to the ground. I don't feel that way anymore. I, a lot of pressure has been removed mm. <clears throat> and I'm making a conscious effort to, like I was saying, like meditate and pray and be still and be in the moment. Mm. I like that. Uh, I've stopped drinking significantly. I used to drink a lot, I, heavily. Alcohol? Now. Yeah. Wow. And I'm, ironically, I'm drinking <laughs> now, but usually I would have gone through four of these already. Yeah. But I don't um, like alcohol like that. I don't. No, I love alcohol. I, I love to to drink you know but now i was finding myself that i would be in social settings and i would drink and it was not there was one day where i must have had like four and a half gin and tonics i i should have been perfectly plastered off of that like just 100 percent. see nothing it was like i hadn't even had one drink oh okay i was unaffected by it yeah and that was the first time that i thought this is strange Okay, so you caught yourself a little bit. I caught myself because I'm like, wait a minute. What usually happens isn't happening, Yeah. right? And then I stopped drinking coffee. Mm. I used to drink coffee. You used to see me at Starbucks all the time. Mind you, I couldn't even afford to be going to Starbucks, but I was at Starbucks. Yeah. So this mushroom latte says it's a latte, but it's not. It's just, you know, mushroom mushroom lattes. So does it have that? Like uh, it does taste like coffee. Okay, it does taste like coffee. But I don't drink coffee anymore. So anything that that stimu- I can't drink Red Bulls. I don't desire any of those things that alter my mood. Uh-huh. Anything that alters my mood, I, I have zero tolerance for. But then also, I feel like I'm starting to see people for the first time. Good. It's, it's almost as if something was ripped off in yeah. in the sense that I had my perception of people. Mm. I I in my mind. I was experiencing you the way I wanted to experience you. Yeah. Not even the way you really were with me. Yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. So sing, I, I had these. they are. I, I, I'm now. Mm-hmm. So I have these significant relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to finally see people for who they are. Yeah. Instead of living a place where I was before, where I was in a constant state of justifying people or wishing to believe it was different and living in this false reality. Ah. And that's what I would say is probably the biggest shift that I've seen. <clears throat> because yeah, even with that's my, great. <clears throat> it's great. It's huge actually. It's significant. Yeah. Even with my mom where you know she was telling me constantly like it's okay like you don't don't worry about this or don't worry about that and I'm like no. My ego was like I am going to worry about this and I am you're not going to tell and it's like wow it's like I'm seeing her for the first time. I'm hearing mm. her. I'm accepting her for the mm. first time, mm. right? Or people who have taken advantage of me where mm. I'm like, oh, it's because this or it's because that or this is what I have to. And it's I'm finally like, okay. This You're not is making excuses is. for people anymore. Yeah. Not having attachments to things. Like uh. actually wanting to, to focus on myself or wa- wanting myself. Right, because now all of these conversations that you're having or all of these narratives that you're playing for people are taking up a lot of space in your mind yeah. and in your just in your day to day. And it's all time consuming and that's draining because now like, oh, so and so didn't do this for me. So and so is like that because this and that. And now I have to go fix their lives. And it's my responsibility because if not me, who? And, da, 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 yeah. da. and then the next thing you know, you're like on two hours of sleep because you can't get past so x y and z and even with my kids like i have an intentional purpose with them now where yeah they're older but now it's like hey we have to find a sense of community in it so it's helped needless to say it says Mm -hmm. that excuse me there's a lot of benefits for it if you have if you suffer from depression and anxiety and and remember Mm -hmm. you know i was going to see a therapist and then a psychiatrist and they're like oh you need (laughs) 
Yeah. And I didn't want to take medication. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you listen a few episodes back when we had my cousin Noelle and she recommended to read the book, um, so I think it's called The Disconnect. I'll find exactly what it is. But it talks about big pharma and mm-hmm. antidepressants. Mm-hmm. I started reading that book. Yeah. It's, it's a... It's a business, you know, like kind of what Jimmy was saying earlier with the vitamins, the hustle of the vitamin, the hustle of the or whatever, you know, yeah. the case. So just all of these things started to really kind of open up. It's I've had a lot of sad moments mm-hmm. and I continue to have a lot of sad moments. But there, mm-hmm. it's, this time it's it's a different type of sad. Uh-huh. It's almost like a grieving sadness, like a letting go mm-hmm. type of sadness versus a crying or being upset for the sake of being upset, not having what I want yeah now it's more just like that sucks like you're mourning who the who I was. you were and yeah. that's a lot come <laughs> on that's a lot yeah that's a lot and then and and then not being apologetic for it right like no i'm not in the best place right now but i'm not gonna not i'm not gonna try to hide it anymore i, I i'm not i'm not here to try to we're imperfect human beings right you know we've done what we've done we we we're continuously growing and improving and we're doing the best that we can with what we know and we're only getting better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, um, a, a follow up book after you read that big pharma, cause we're talking about, you know, letting go and grieving our, our past selves. Um, I think one of the books that really did it for me was, um, finding your North star. And it talked about, um, one of the big pieces that I took was, you know, it tells you like, hey, you know, you, you want to find out who are who you are and what you want to become. And there's a big section throughout the book just talking about the mourning process. Like you're it's grieving, a big one. You're grieving yourself. You're going to be upset. You're going to be sad. You're going to big... be in denial yeah. about who you were and how you acted. But that's growth. <laughs> so and, it, and it's, it's it's quite the experience mm-hmm. because there are days where I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of mourning. But then you realize you're mourning a whole life. Yeah. You're yeah. going, you're going yeah. through the, the inventory of Ooh. your life and you're saying like, oh, damn, I'm sorry, little Ricky. Like I spent a lot of time yeah. thinking about all the bad things I heard growing up being a kid or hearing all the things that I was told I couldn't do or not yeah. being a current, you know, going through all of that, yeah. your teenagers, your young adult, and then processing how many times you've been hurt by people Yeah, yeah, and not dealing with any of that hurt. So you just have this like collection of pain mm-hmm. it's like all right mm-hmm. but you if you don't go through it if you don't if you don't process it you yeah. can't move on to that next part of your life yeah you're speaking from a whole different place <clears throat> than whereas <laughs> i as a man sitting here listening to this that's a lot deeper than just words so i hear you though <laughs> yeah mushrooms you. huh yeah. <laughs> i think it's a happy place it is in mm-hmm. in that sadness. It is a happy place. It's in that melancholy is lives, lives joy, lives hope, right? Yeah, lives light. Yeah, I, I don't. I do. You think that if you wouldn't have taken mushrooms, you'd still be on the same path? No. Or uh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Had yeah. I had I not picked up this routine, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would still be on the the path of you know, self-soothing and destructive habits. And when I say destructive, it was the amount that I was drinking was not kosher at all because it was just like the habits that I had, it was like, okay, I'm drinking a lot to avoid certain things. Mm -hmm. Then coming home super late at night because you're working so much, Mm -hmm. not eating or nourishing my body throughout the day, Mm -hmm. unless it's with alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then, eating terrible at two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you shouldn't even be doing yeah. to just wake up and feeling this just pain in your being. Yeah. See, that's, that's why I was mentioning earlier about the find a penny, pick it up all day long. You have explain that. Cause that, okay. So <clears throat> like for me, okay. So I totally get life. And, and what I mean by that is that life is very, very interesting because there's an up, a down, a back, a forth, a side, a left, a right. Uh, all of them play a factor in everything and all that we do. So you can't just go through the day without having an up or a down mm-hmm. or a left turn or a right turn, mm-hmm. or a side track, or a hook up, mm-hmm. or a bump, or a fail. 
all these adjectives are daily parts of our lives, mm-hmm. right? So knowing that, before you even wake up, you already know you got all these damn options coming at you during the day. So they're going to come at you left, right, side with all these different angles. If you have a preconceived notion that these are coming, then to me it's easier to deal with them because you have mental preparation for that. And mm. so for me, I'm a positive guy. I'm so far into my positive thought processing in life mm-hmm. because I came from a negative environment. My mm-hmm. environment mm. on a day in and day out basis had so much wake up negative energy right there mm. that I had to make a choice right then and there. Am I going to wallow in this negative energy and let it drag me down? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to say, forget this. I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the circumstances is. I'm trying to be happy. Mm-hmm. Even when it's miserable, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to be happy. So when I see dark, I immediately think light. Mm-hmm. When I see bad, I immediately find good. Mm-hmm. When I see despair, I immediately find uplift. I can't help it because that's the way I want my life to be. Mm. I don't want negative. It's already there. It's a given. Mm. I've accepted it. Mm -hmm. I know it's coming. Mm -hmm. Cool. I'm prepared for you. Mm -hmm. But while I'm dealing with this negative, I'm going to pull some positive out of it. So, for instance, with me, when things are down and things are bad and things are just... Going to shit. Fucked up. Yeah. As soon as it's like that, I immediately step outside of myself and look at the two-step prints that I just got out. And I go, whoa, I'm in a big pile of shit right now. (laughs) And acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. And accept it. Mm -hmm. And let it be what it is. It's a big pile of shit. It's right there. I can sit here and dwell on it all day long. It ain't going nowhere. So why am I going to dwell on it? Let me accept it, acknowledge it, and then start doing things positively to get myself out of it. First thing I got to do positive is I got to think positively. I can't get out of the negative until I start thinking positive. So I immediately find a positive in the negative. Immediately. And I attach my energy towards that. So that way I can attach that bit of positive energy to the next thing I need to do to get me further out of the hole. I know I got to do this. I know I got to do that. It ain't going to be fun. But hey, I already know what I got to do. I've got an option. Let's go do it. Boom. I got a little bit closer. Boom. I got a little bit closer. Boom. I got a little bit closer. Boom. I like a little bit closer. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, the situation that was bad and full of despair. Now, all of a sudden, ain't so hard to deal with. Yeah. Because so I, if I may interrupt, you're, you're just flow right there because I realized two things. First, I imagine that you're you're someone that you probably get on a lot of people's nerves because people look at you and you're like, Look at this guy. He's always happy. Everything He's always in good spirits and everything is great for him and all the time. Mm. I imagine that that's what the feedback that you get because people envy people that have a good spirit. Like, damn, like, They're meaning, meaning they won't say, I wish I was as happy as that guy. But they'll say, damn, why is that guy so fucking happy? Like, what is there? You know what I mean? The fuck are you happy about? But I'm realizing. I don't get invited to parties a lot. <laughs> but, but I'm realizing that even in his state, like to to accomplish that, that's a lot of work. It's a choice. It's a choice. And it and it takes work every day, every moment of your day. Like you're saying, every right turn, every bump, every. It's it's a choice to to have a positive reaction to something, to want to turn something around, to acknowledge something. And and I can relate to that because I am, a, you know, for the most part, I think the majority of my, of my life, my facade has definitely been a positive one, yeah, a I'm happy, happy one, right? Because I don't want to, w- what's the use in, there's already a bunch of n- angry people around you. There's already a bunch of negativity. What good is mine going to be if it's that the same? Right. Why do you want to contribute to that right. energy? So, but yeah. with that, you do, you do get a lot of backlash from people because people are like, shut up. Like, why are you that happy? Right. But I didn't realize that everything that you just described are daily disciplines and choices mm-hmm. to want to be that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of work. And pe- that's why I, I hope that it, it illuminates people who have that 
perception that ah, people are naturally like that. No. You it, can choose it, to think how you want to think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody, that's the greatest thing about this. We're all individuals. We all have our own choice to, to do mm. on what we feel is necessary for us to move or, and maneuver through life. For me, I just can't help it. I want to be happy. I know I'm here for a short window of time, and I don't care what anybody else says. Time goes by fast. Now I'm about to have a baby. I She's know. about to have a baby out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. just this time last year, it wasn't even on the radar. It was no. not on the radar this time mm-hmm. last year. And here we are in a whole new path of life for her. Mm-hmm. And life is like that. So you have to be ready for what it's going to bring to you because it's not always going to bring the positive. It's bringing the negative. It has to be the negative. You can't get to your positives without going through some negatives. There's not one single human being on earth that Mm. doesn't have to deal with the same stuff that you're dealing with. It's just in a different capacity, in a different environment, in a different work field, in a different land, in a different relationship. It does not make a difference. Every single human being has to go through this. This is why that word faith is so big and we take it for granted and people don't acknowledge it. Look, do you have faith to understand that you got to stay in this positive thought process? Mm -hmm. You are not put here to be negative. You have to continue to give of yourself Mm-hmm. For the betterment of others and have faith as you're walking through this, that this is the right choice mm-hmm. and stay positive doing it. If you're negative, where's your faith? Mm-hmm. Where's your faith? It doesn't get you anywhere. You have to exude positive and good, good energy because you want the people around you and your environment to feel that off you mm-hmm. because then you want them to invite you back. But, mm-hmm. but like you said, sometimes it does get to the point to where it drives people crazy and they can't handle it because most people don't want to do that. Most people, man, you crazy, man. I got to deal with this. I got yeah. these bills. I got to pay. Man, I ain't got time to be sitting there thinking about no positive shit. Man, I got to figure out a way to make some money. Right. But you guys both bring in a, like, like what you were saying earlier, you have a choice and both are equal disciplines. It, yes. It takes time to retrain your brain to think more positively, just as it does to think negatively. So why wouldn't you choose the positive, right? So I would challenge all of our listeners or, you know, even here ourselves, right? Because we, we can go into these holes of catching ourselves when we're speaking about ourselves or others and what is a narrative mm. are we speaking positively are we speaking negatively and try to shift that because when we go into the negative now we're gonna go into a rabbit hole and then we're gonna have shitty ass lives yes oh my fucking manager was talking shit. He's going to fire me. And then the next thing you know, oh, my manager did this. We had an awful conversation. Oh, and then my manager, he went and he it just did go on and on. And now, oh, I'm fired. It's all his fault. No, no, let's, <laughs> let's stop this. And I, it, and I think uh, along with that challenge, we should call this the Jimmy challenge. Because one of the interesting things that he also uh, illustrated is how he said, you know, when, when things are bad. And mm. then it's as if you have an out-of-body experience where you said you remove yourself and you look at the pile of shit that you're in. Mm-hmm. Get out of my shoes, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at my shoes standing right over in that right. shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that's actually a really important <laughs> practice that I, I personally am definitely going to practice that one because I think the minute that you do acknowledge it, you laugh at it. You go, wow, fuck am I being like, I'm fucked up right now. Yes. Yeah, this is a real shit. How did I get here? Fuck. How well, did I get here? We do got to laugh at ourselves a little <laughs> bit. A lot this, of it. This is going to be a struggle getting out of it. It's going to be fun, though. Right. Yeah. Because that's the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you're, look, it, like I said, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's, whether you acknowledge it or not, it's not going anywhere. So you can sit there and wallow in it, or you can get the fuck out of it and look at it and say, you know what? I'm not going to stay. I may be in a pile of shit, but I'm not standing there. Anymore. I'm going to go over smells. here and do something. I'll come back and get to you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't going nowhere, so fuck it. But that's that's that makes a lot of sense for me right now. You know, real simple things in life. That penny man is so cool, man, when you're out walking around and you're just living life. You're going to Circle K and going to the store and you go in and you buy your drink and you come back out and you're getting in the car. And as you step down the step, you look down in the ground, there's that penny there. I pick that penny up, immediately put it in my pocket and immediately my brain goes, so find a penny, pick it up all day long. You have good luck. And I immediately jump right into a smile in my face because I say that all the time and I always find these damn pennies and it's so 
cool. It's the littlest thing. It's a little thing, affirmation for you. A little mm-hmm. affirmation for me that my energy is right and I'm doing the right thing because God keeps blessing me with these pennies. And there's yeah. just a single penny. Be some, I got one today. It had green paint all, all over it. But those are your those reminders. Paint. You're on the path and yeah. you got to keep doing what you're doing. And I see them all the time. That's the thing. I'm looking for them because I'm seeking positive in my yeah. life every day. I'm trying to get it everywhere. Just like being here with you two right now. Super, super charged for my day. Look what I get to do with my day and look whose energy I get to be around. Mm-hmm. When I found a penny right before I came here. <laughs> life is good. Yeah. Life is so good. We just got to want to see it. And life is good even when things are tough. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's, you, yeah, it's growth. Yeah. <laughs> intestinal fortitude, people. Find your intestinal fortitude to make yourself work through the things that seem difficult. Dig deeper inside your spirit and souls. Like we were talking about your brain. You only use a small percentage of your brain. Trust yourself to think deeper and go for it and put yourself in a situation where you've got to mentally open up your mind and challenge yourself. You will be surprised at what you can accomplish when you start really, really believing in yourself. Don't trust nobody else. Trust you first. Mm, mm, I love that. That was it. Damn. That was it. Are you on mushrooms right now? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> That was great, Jimmy. Thank you for all of that. That was a great gem. Thank you for having me. Mm. Thoroughly enjoyed it. That was beautiful. Got to have you back. Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing left to say. Like, that was... Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jimmy, yeah, seriously, thank you for being here and on such short notice. Muy bien, gracias, señoritas. Yeah. Do your research, guys. Everyone listening, you know, um, we've had our mushroom experiences. We did our research. Whatever you're putting in your bodies, research it. Ask some people, um, you know, if you're getting these, don't get mushrooms from random people. Do you, you know, get them from a good source. But yeah, be smart. Be smart. Be smart. For sure. Um, You know, when we end these things, I like to give recommendations. Definitely fantastic fungi. Fantastic fungi. Fungi. No, 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 no. Not on the show. No, no, no. Not on his watch. Fantastic fungi on Netflix. <laughs> and then um, Explained has a series of The Mind um, where they talk about psychedelics. You can find that on Netflix as well. Season two, episode five. I'm going to watch that because I haven't yeah, seen it. It's great. Um, narrated by Emma Stone, actually. So Emma. I like Emma Stone. Um, and so as we wrap up, I wanted to um, kind of give a little bit of a shout out here before the month ends. I wanted to share the top countries as well as the top five episodes for this quarter because we've just been kicking so much ass it's so amazing i just want to give us like a huge hug and like high fives and props because we're amazing and we wouldn't be this amazing without all of our listeners right because like bartley says this is with like zero promotion Mm -hmm. zero marketing we don't Mm -hmm. have a a budget for any of that that's why it shocks me when they're like we're about to hit five thousand episodes what organic as fuck yeah just oh we should make a beautiful organic Mm. Mm. (laughs) yes we are so um our top five episodes this quarter were money is emotional with guest michael moda fatherhood with raymond andrew being a young mom a gen z story life after a divorce with guest marlene zuniga a pandemic view from the eyes of gen z and I'm just going to throw this one out here because I love this episode, too. Letters to Ourselves. It was a good one. I'm just going to say two of those episodes didn't have Ricky in them, so maybe... Oh, uh, thanks. Oh, shit. I, wasn't, I was absent. Mm. I'm present now. Maybe that's the formula. <laughs> Are you kicking me out, for me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the people have... no all jokes all jokes so thank you guys for you know listening and if you resonated with any of these episodes make sure you share them download them and give us a rating you know um the top countries uh for first quarter you guys ready because it's a long list but it's a great one so of course the united states nigeria Hungary, the Netherlands, Canada, United Kingdom, Mexico, the Czech, Re- Czech Republic, Curaçao, Good job. <laughs> Good job. Egypt, Italy, 
Australia, Germany, Spain, Iran, Malaysia, New Zealand, Puerto Rico, Ukraine, as Azerbaijan. Good. That's not bad. Mm. Azerbaijan. Thank you, Bartley. <laughs> Bangladesh. Oh, Bangladesh, Bulgaria, Brazil, Switzerland, Denmark, Estonia, Ireland, India, Portugal, Romania, Saudi Arabia, Sweden, Tunisia, Turkey, and South Africa. Damn. You guys freaking rock. Um, but I want to mention that last week we had a country <laughs> join us um, that came up as CW. So we searched the web to find what country and how to say it. Um, here's what we found. So CW is actually Curaçao, where I kind of paused. Um, but we found this little snippet. Cucurocho? I don't... Cucurocho. Curacio. Curaco? Curacao? Curacao. Curacao. Great orange liqueur coming from the country of Curacao itself. You can't screw up the name too much. And you also can't make a Mai Tai without one. Cucurocho? So how do you say it, Ricky? I like the Curacao. <laughs> the first time that I said it, I Kura said Curacao. <laughs> I got all confident too. Curacao. Isn't Curacao like a furniture store too? It is. It is. It is a furniture <laughs> store here in the Inland Empire. Or just maybe Southern, Southern California. So but. how do you pronounce it, Ricky? Curacao. Curacao. <laughs> Curacao. Curacao. Yes. Curacao. 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 Shout out you, to Curacao. Little trivia for you, Ricky. Which um, former Dodger player was born in the in Curacao? God dang it, Barney. Fernando Valenzuela. No. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't know. He is the all-time save leader of the Dodgers. Save? Saves, yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Mm, hang on a second. Let me go on my memory. Don't have to go too uh, far. He's recent. Yeah, I know. It's not Kinley, so. Um, uh, I have no Jesus idea, Bartley. Jesus Christ. Give me a clue. Give me another clue. He retired? He's retired, Bartley? No. He's current. He's still current? No longer on the Dodgers, but nah. he's still current. Who is he? It was Kenley. Oh, it, you were right. It was Kenley, huh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you were right. He's from Curaçao, huh? Correct. No kidding. Is he really? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I, I love this button. I'm gonna keep using it. <laughs> that was really weird last week watching him save a brave a game for the Braves against the, us. That yeah, was the really weird. His kids came out. His kids came out on the field. Yeah, it was interesting. Hmm. Yeah, very different. It was strange. Hmm. But here we are. <laughs> Old Dodger Blue. Yeah. Woo woo. Eh. Did he used to say eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he doesn't like the Dodgers? No. no hell I'm no. So. Oh, you don't know? No. What team does he like? Giants, baby. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm cool. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I, I'm, from, I'm from Northern Cal. I got some giant love when the Dodgers aren't winning. Got you. All right. All right. Well, no, thank you for that additional commentary, guys. Yeah. I, I needed that Curacao trivia. <laughs> thank you all for uh, kittens. Meow. You're pregnant. That's okay. (laughs) Thank you, kittens, for enjoying our content, downloading it, and sharing it with your friends and family. Make sure to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also support us by donating some coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash on this frequency. Meow, 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 meow. We should do it a Buy me some mushrooms. This mm. was fun. This yes. was very fun. Anyway, so yes, this week's episode is brought to you by Rose City Sound with executive producer Big Brother Jake from the Big Brother Jake podcast, produced and edited by Juicebox Bartley. Keep in touch and send us your topic ideas at onthisfrequency at gmail.com. Bye, y'all. Increase the peace. Shout out to Curacao. West Coast. Hey. West Coast. Ooh, I like this, Bartley. You're welcome. Mm.